0: Welcome to Liquor & Liqueur Connoisseur, where I drink, discuss, and discover the world of distilled spirits. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. This is episode 101, and I'm drinking Old Elk Whiskey. With each episode of Liquor & Liqueur Connoisseur, you should expect that I'll be well-researched and educational, also entertaining and consistent in my reviews. I'm featuring Old Elk on this episode because the PR team for the brand reached out to me with the offer of samples to taste, as well as the chance to interview the master distiller, a man named Greg Metz. And I had the chance to sample a selection of whiskeys while talking with Greg. And that is the basis for this episode. I like to tell stories with Liquor & core connoisseur, and I really only feature brands that have a story to tell. I'm happy to say that Old Elk does indeed have a story that I think you, my listener, will enjoy. Earlier this week, I spent more than an hour speaking with Greg Betts, master distiller for Old Elk via Zoom, and got to taste a selection of spirits. So my thanks to him for taking the time to tell me the story of Old Elk so I can recount it to you. And while I typically just pick one expression of a brand's product to feature, I do have precedence for covering more than one in a single episode. I did this back in episode 28, covering Wiggly Bridge with their small barrel bourbon and their bottled in bond bourbon. So for Old Elk, I've sampled the following. Blended Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is the brand's flagship and a great place to start if you want to sample Old Elk. I've had it in a 750 milliliter bottle. It is 44% alcohol by volume or 88 proof, and it retails at $45. Next, I've tried the Wheated Bourbon Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It is also 750 milliliters, but 46% alcohol by volume or 92 proof and this bottle retails at $70. Third, I tried the Straight Wheat Whiskey. 750ml, milliliters. It is 50% alcohol by volume or 100 proof and this bottle retails at $65. Next is the Masters Blend Series, a double wheat. It is 750 milliliters, 53.55% ABV, or 107.1 proof. This bottle is coming soon as of this recording, so no price is giving, but you should expect it to be on the higher end of their range, being a special bottling. And the fifth whiskey that I sampled is the Masters Blend Series 4 Grain. This is a 100 milliliter sample size I had, and it is 52.95% alcohol by volume or 105.9 proof, also coming soon as of this recording, and I would expect it to be priced comparable to the Double Wheat in the Masters Blend series. And of course, I can't just rattle off all these whiskey without tasting one, so I'll sample the blended straight bourbon whiskey for you, the first bottle I mentioned. But first, I've got to tell you about the bottle itself. Old Elk is bottled in bespoke clear glass, It's very satisfying square shape with slightly tapered up to the shoulder that's the widest part of the bottle. Then it has a short shoulder going to a neck with a pronounced lip. Base of the bottle has a full inch of solid glass that gives it weight and a premium look. Front of the glass has a slightly recessed rectangular frame for a lower label. Back of the bottle has Old Elk Distillery in raised letters at the top just below the shoulder arching over three stars, and below a back label, there's also a debossed OE logo. Overall, this piece of glass alone for each bottle gives it great presence on a shelf. Labels on all of the bottles feature the signature of Greg Metz, Master Distiller, and the primary label is a tan color or an ecru color with the Old Elk logo in a ornate black block letters, outlined with a copper foil. The letters are also embossed, as is a raised frame on the label, and the corners are clipped, all giving it a very premium look. In the inset rectangle below the main front label is a rectangular label, denoting each type of whiskey, allowing the brand to swap out just this label based upon the bottling. The Masters Blend Series labels are rounded and black, with the Old Elk label in the light tan or ecru paper color. Each bottle also features a neck band that matches the inset lower front label. The neck band features the old elk coat of arms with a, predictably, a pair of bull elk around an OE logo and other embellishments. But perhaps the best part of the bottles is the stopper. They're all reconstituted cork affixed to a plastic molded slice of bull elk antler base. So you get a sense of it being an antler closure. It's of course plastic, but was 3D printed based upon a mold made from an actual bull elk antler at the distillery. The top of the stoppers can also be custom printed based upon the bottling and therefore vary. Okay, so let's give the blended straight bourbon whiskey, the brand's flagship, at $45 a try. Here we go. (laughs) Satisfying pop, even though I have opened it before, because I got to sample these all with Greg Betts, Master Distiller. So we'll go for a pour. And of course I'm tasting using a clean Karen glass. It's a whiskey nosing glass, ideally suited for this purpose. It's tulip shaped, allows the aromas of the spirit to gather at the top so you can nose the spirit, of course see the spirit, and more importantly taste the spirit. In the glass it's got a beautiful amber slightly orange color that is natural from the aging of the bourbon in a barrel on the nose. It smells good. There's a a nuttiness to it. Perhaps a bit sweet, typical vanilla or caramel flavors you'll get. Maybe a, a hint of spice and I don't know, maple syrup perhaps. All right, let's go for a taste. Mm. you know i get a bit of coconut actually yeah coconut along with typical bourbon flavors there's the the woodiness to it Ah, it's got a pleasant grain note with kind of nutty let's try another sip Yeah, it's nice. I I will say from a mouthfeel standpoint, it's rather smooth. This is 44% ABV, so 88 proof. It's a little stronger than your kind of typical vodka or 80 proof spirit that we get here. So just a little higher proof. But for a whiskey, 88 is totally fine. One more taste. Yeah, really easy drinking Slight spiciness, a little bit of that is the ethanol, but there's just a real slight spiciness. I get a coconut flavor, some vanilla, woodiness, maybe a touch of maple. I got the maple more on the nose. Anyway, now on to the history. Old Elk was a pre-prohibition brand that was originally created in 1880. It was registered as a trademark in 1888 by a group known as Stoll, Vanata and Co., for bourbon and rye whiskey. During Prohibition, the Stitzel Distillery acquired the Old Elk brand and produced it as a medicinal spirit, making use of a loophole in Prohibition law. After Prohibition, Old Elk dropped the medicinal spirit moniker and was produced by Stitzel Weller Distillery until it was sold to Norton Simon in 1972, who then abandoned the brand. So Old Elk as a brand laid dormant for decades until the current owners of the brand revived Old Elk in 2013, having secured the rights to the trademark. And jokingly, they all say that Old Elk was born in Kentucky, but reborn in Colorado. Old Elk as we know it today is based in Fort Collins, Colorado, and is what I might describe as a passion project of successful serial entrepreneur, Kurt Richardson. Kurt founded Richardson Tool in Mold in 1981, an offshoot of his first successful business, Genie Plastic Tooling. With his knowledge of molds and tooling, he created the prototype for a waterproof case in his garage in the early 1990s. This became the OtterBox waterproof case and launched Otter Products LLC in 1998. The tremendous success of OtterBox, also based in Fort Collins, allowed Kurt the ability to support his other entrepreneurial ventures, founding Blue Ocean in 2011, to strategically invest in other promising business ideas. Coming out of his desire to build legacy brands, and I'd assume a love of good whiskey, Kurt founded Old Elk in 2013. The reincarnated Old Elk from the start was focused on building the brand first, then building the facilities to support and produce the product. And when it comes to starting a whiskey brand, one thing you can't skip is time. Time is an ingredient in bourbon for sure, and whiskey in general. So Kurt went to who has aged stocks, the very large contract distiller known as MGP, or more specifically, Midwest Grain Products. MGP offers, per their website, a wide range of spirits, products to suit your needs. This includes five standard bourbon mash bills, eight additional whiskeys, grain-neutral spirits, including a non-GMO option, eight different gins, and a spirit whiskey, a special blend of grain-neutral spirit and aged light whiskey. They do more than just beverage alcohol too. If you need industrial alcohol for food or personal care products, from extracts and dyes to soaps and perfumes, MGP has you covered. MGP is a huge supplier to the distilled spirits industry, Supplying premium products to a surprising list of well-known brands. So if you're an established brand that needs to manage growth and needs a great supplier, MGP is a place you may turn. And if you're a startup, MGP has product ready for your new brand to put into its own barrels, put your own spin on it, or just bottle it as is. For Old Elk, though, they did something different with MGP. Kurt Richardson wanted his bourbon to stand out, and that meant a custom mash bill. Also, for anyone who may not know, a mash bill is the recipe or mix of grains and their percentages used in fermentation when referring to whiskey. Old Elk therefore worked with MGP's master distiller, Greg Metz, giving him a simple directive to create a bourbon that was smooth and easy. And critically... Old Elk didn't have any restrictions on what it would take to make this. No cost restrictions, just create something that would be smooth and easy. So Greg Metz was the one entrusted with creating the Old Elk brand. Greg started his career in 1978 at the age of 23, getting hired on by Seagrams following graduation from the University of Cincinnati with a chemical engineering degree. Seagram's actually recruited on campus, and Greg says he didn't really know what he was getting into, just that at the age of 23, he was going to work for a company that made whiskey, and that was pretty cool. But what he got would prove to be excellent on-the-job training, a program that lasted as long as he was under the Seagram's umbrella until 2002 when Seagram's was sold off and split between Pernod Ricard and Diageo. Greg worked his way up the ranks at the Lawrenceburg, Indiana distillery, and stayed there even after the Seagram sale through to MGP's purchase around 2010. So when Old Elk came to inquire, Greg was well-equipped to develop a custom product just for the new brand. This was also Greg's first opportunity in his nearly 35-year career to create something from the ground up on his own. Greg describes himself as a very traditional master distiller, And what he brought to the table for Old Elk was his ability to craft and produce world-class whiskey. Knowing that to achieve smooth and easy, he'd need to get the malted barley content way up in the mash bill. The other thing he knew from his career of distilling was that other mash bills had some degree of rye in them for a really nice spice characteristic. And to get that rye to carry through to distillation, Greg says you need a minimum of 15%. So he says he did then just some reverse math. Took the corn to the bourbon minimum of 51%, factored in 15% rye, and that left him room for 34% malted barley. The barrels for aging also have to be new charred American oak to be bourbon, and Greg goes with a very traditional number four char on the sides and a number two char on the heads. The flagship straight bourbon whiskey that Greg created for Old Elk was ready in 2017. It was a few months shy of four years of age when first bottled, and therefore carried an age statement reflecting this. And note, U.S. bourbon regulations state that if a bourbon is aged for less than four years, it must state how old it is on the label. Because of this, most brands don't bottle until it's four years old, in order to avoid the age statement. But Old Elk wanted to be on the shelves by the end of the year 2017, so some of the first bottles had this required age statement. They launched in Colorado and California, expanding distribution to all 50 states the following year. In addition to the flagship bourbon, other mash bills have been created by Greg, and these cover the range of weeded bourbon, wheat whiskey, rye whiskey, and combinations thereof. They've even done various cask finish or different barrel agings. In 2016, about three years after first creating custom mash bills for Old Elk, Greg Metz was convinced to leave MGP for a full-time role as master distiller at Old Elk. And it's a true statement to say that Greg has always been Old Elk's master distiller, even before he was directly employed by the brand. He created the bourbons and whiskeys while at MGP. Old Elk is based in Fort Collins, Colorado, but Greg is still located in the Cincinnati area near the Lawrenceburg Distillery, and MGP still produces Old Elk to his specifications. More on that in just a bit. Old Elk is headquartered in Fort Collins, Colorado, and they started with a very small craft distillery location there, which they still have, and they've expanded their facility in Colorado. It's around 40,000 square feet, I believe. And this warehouse is where they're doing blending, bottling, barrel storage, and just in the last month, they've brought in a new automated bottling line to handle growth. Prior to this automation, they hand-labeled and packed bottles, relying on a big group of temporary workers for this purpose. Blending and bottling is a core focus in Colorado to continue the brand's growth in case sales. The goal always has been to build the brand first and build a distillery later, and Old Elk is following that plan, with designs drafted for a full-scale distillery in Colorado. From a sales standpoint, year-over-year they've nearly doubled in sales. For example, Greg shared with me that in 2021, they had revenues in the neighborhood of $16 million, and this year they're targeting $28 million. So this would continue their near-doubling growth trend year-over-year. And now that Old Elk is closing in on a decade as a resurrected brand, Greg has the ability to create some special bottlings. The Masters Blend series, for instance, the limited releases, are viewed as brand extensions or complements to their core product line. And their whiskey and bourbon is being recognized. They've already won several gold medal awards from various notable spirits competitions throughout the country. Okay, so let's talk about how it's made. As I said before, Old Elk is using MGP as their contract distiller. This is rather common, to be honest, in the spirits business. There's a lot of distillation capacity and it's really expensive to build an entire distillery and buy a still and have people run it when there's plenty of people that will distill to your specifications. Because Greg Metz was master distiller at MGP and originally created Old Elk's mash bill from the ground up, it makes sense that fermentation and distillation remain in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. The aging whiskey, what Greg referred to as work-in-progress, is now stored in Fort Collins, Colorado, at the expanded Old Elk facility, and blending and bottling is done in Colorado as well. Greg told me he commutes as needed from his home in Cincinnati to Fort Collins to fulfill his duties as master distiller for Old Elk. For now, this seems to work out well for the brand. Expert Contract Distilling is available in Indiana, where Greg lives, and they have space for aging, blending, and bottling in Fort Collins. When it comes to bourbon in particular, that's a highly defined and regulated spirit. To carry the label of bourbon, it must meet multiple requirements. So, what opportunities does a distiller have to differentiate their bourbon from someone else's? Well, Greg made mention many times during my conversation with him about the quality control they employ to ensure they have good ingredients going into the fermenter so you get a good spirit off the still. As an example, Greg shared with me a time in his career when they had a truckload of top-grade corn from a trusted supplier they were expecting to be delivered to the distillery. But, due to a problem with the grain elevator during transit, the truck had to sit and wait an hour or two before moving on to deliver the load of corn. During that waiting time, the driver let the truck idle. This is rather common, actually, if you want to keep your AC or heat going, drivers will keep the engine running. Well, sitting there for an hour or so allowed the diesel exhaust to taint the whole load of grain and it was rejected when it arrived at the distillery. So, quality control remains paramount. Beyond focused attention on quality control, Old Elk dilutes barrel-aged spirits to bottling strength in a process they call slow-cut proofing. This is simply the addition of pure water to a barrel-strength whiskey in multiple steps over a longer period of time. The reason for this is when you add water, it is a heat-liberating chemical reaction and the heat created in diluting can be enough to boil off some of the most delicate congeners or flavor compounds in the spirit. So by employing their slow-cut proofing process, Old Elk is able to retain those more nuanced, delicate flavor notes present in their whiskey. To experience the heat-generating aspects of dilution for yourself, try getting a very high-proof spirit and add a lot of room-temperature water to it all at once. The glass will warm a bit, and if you happen to have a Glen Cairn with a glass cap, you can even see a fog appear on the cap if you recap it after adding the water. So slow cut proofing is part of the process for all of Old Elk's whiskies and bourbon. It captures or retains a little of the extra essence that's present in the barrel. Old Elk is, of course, experimenting with a lot of different mash bills, and I expect more expressions will follow in time. So that's about what I know on how it's made. Now, let's go on to cocktails and consumption. Treat Old Elk as you would any good whiskey. I recommend it neat, but it will mix well and you can chill it if you like. Enjoy Old Elk as you like. So, in summary, what do I think of Old Elk? I've got to say, the American whiskey and bourbon space is rather crowded. My liquor stores have an entire wall of whiskeys in all kinds of different types. The branding for Old Elk is top-notch the bottle has good presence it stands out it's higher in price point than a lot of other offerings but I think you get a great liquid product in the bottle for your money you're certainly getting real experience Greg Metz is a master distiller and the term or title of master distiller is something that gets thrown around almost for marketing purposes a lot of times I'm a marketer by trade so I like selling the sizzle and not really the steak, but Greg Metz, he's got the real industry experience. To back it up, he knows distillation, he knows whiskey and bourbon really, really well. So, it is a true title. This is a man in the prime of his career. He's got all this experience, and he's really doing great things with Old Elk. I also must say that Kurt Richardson, the founder of the brand, he's an entrepreneur who has invested appropriately and the sheer fact that he gave no cost restrictions in creating a bourbon (laughs) that was amazing i mean that's that's a rare thing to do even if you have money to invest oftentimes you don't want to just have no restrictions but i think that they've got a great product that has come out of it and while you might have a lot of money just to invest in branding and marketing year over year growth that Old Elk has had, there's gotta be consumers buying it. So it is a good brand. I'd say if you've never had it, go ahead and pick up a bottle of the blended straight bourbon whiskey. You will not be disappointed. It's gonna look great on your shelf. And finally, one last time, I wanna thank Greg Metz, the master distiller of Old Elk, for taking the time to speak with me. It was truly a treat to get to sample a whole series of bourbon and whiskey that he created with him live in person. It was a private tasting for me. Honestly, that was a true treat. So I love doing this podcast so I get more of those opportunities and I love sharing them with you, my listener. So that's going to do it for this episode of Liquor in the Core Connoisseur. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. Please subscribe and share. Show notes are on LiquorintheCoreConnoisseur.com. You can also find the show on your favorite podcast platform. I'm also on social media. Make sure you're following me on Instagram. I love hearing from my listeners, so if there's a spirit you'd like me to feature in an upcoming episode, or if you're a brand that thinks you have a good story to tell that my audience would like, please do reach out. And as always, thank you for listening.